Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. We hope you will be blessed by this message. For more information about Metro Church, visit our website at metrochurch.org.au. Habakkuk is a book I'm sure lots of you read all the time. Let's go to Habakkuk chapter 2 or Habakkuk. I don't really know how it's supposed to be pronounced, but however you pronounce it's right for today. Verse 2 says this, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, that he or she may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. We all know, I'm sure, that the hardest part of any vision or any dream is that space between the first obedience the first yes, and then the fulfilment of that dream. Most of us, myself included, are not very good at waiting for anything, and yet the power and the impact of anything lies in the continuing. Habakkuk the prophet tells the people who are in a slow or no progress time He said, despite delays, it's imperative that you continue. Now, I've got to say right at the start that there are two words in our English Bible there for tarry. But they are two very, very different words in Hebrew in the original language. And when you study it just a little, you'll discover the reason why. The first word for tarry in there where it speaks and says, though it tarries, the word there means to be reluctant. And it's like God is saying through the prophet Habakkuk or to him, he's saying, don't think that God is reluctant when it comes to his promise. He says, though it appears as though maybe God has changed his mind, he started this But somewhere along the way, he got tired of you. Somewhere along the way, he decided to do something else. This word speaks to the reluctance that we sometimes imagine God feels toward us and toward our vision. The second word, tarry, in that verse, it will not tarry, is a different word altogether. And it means to loiter. In other words, it's somebody that starts out clearly going in that direction, but they get distracted, they get tired, and they just stop moving forward. It means that they they stop their forward progress. And God says to Habakkuk, don't imagine either one of those two things is what I'm doing. He says, don't imagine that I'm either reluctant or that I'm loitering, that somehow or other I've got distracted, somehow or other something more important than you and something more important. I'm so busy with all that over there. I really had to put you on pause while I went and addressed that issue over there. Habakkuk the prophet tells us we must continue. And then he tells us my delay doesn't mean that God is reluctant or that He's forgotten me. That's such an important point and I really want you to grab hold of that for yourself. God is not too busy 
for you. God is not distracted. I've met so many people who have not brought their need to God and they've said to me, my problem's so small compared to that person. You know, that person over there has got a major disease. They haven't got long to live. I'm not going to bother God with my little thing. And we do God a disservice by shrinking God to the size of our ability to meet need. We almost are saying, God, you grade, you know, like God's got some kind of heavenly triage where somehow or other He allocates resources according to the size of the problem. But the prophet is saying to these people, don't let that kind of thinking get into your mind or heart. God is not judging the size of your problem and then deciding whether He'll meet it. It's not the way it works. My delay doesn't mean that God is reluctant, nor that He's forgotten where I am. The Word is full of examples of delay. We are told that Joseph had a dream about being a leader. But it's years that roll past before Joseph gets to uh, see that fulfilled. We all have probably heard the story of Abraham and Sarah, who God gives a promise. The man's original name was Abram. And his wife's name was Sarai. And then at a very important point, God changes his name to reflect the promise that is to come. Abraham, father of many nations. Sarah, uh, princess or mother of many nations. And God changes their name. But it's 24 years after the promise is delivered that Sarah finally falls pregnant. What about David? When the prophet Samuel comes and anoints him with the holy oil and declares him to be the next king of Israel, and yet he then goes out and serves the current king, gets persecuted by that king, and it's again years later before finally the crown that sat on his persecutor sits on his head. Delay is not a sign that God is reluctant or that He's forgotten your need or your problem. Simeon, who was a wonderful, devout man of God, who when Mary and Joseph bring baby Jesus into the temple, and Simeon has been waiting his entire life to see the Messiah, and he takes the baby and holds the baby up and says, Thank you, Lord. Now let your servant depart in peace. Now I get to see the salvation of Israel. I'm holding in my hands the Messiah. And what a poignant moment. If that was a movie moment, the music would be stirring, building to a crescendo. Simeon's eyes would have tears slowly trickling down his cheeks. Mary would be there backlit looking like a halo, and off they'd go. And and then overnight, Jesus would be in the River Jordan getting baptised. But that's actually not the way it works. Mary and Joseph took a baby home. They brought a baby there. They took a baby home and they grew it every day. One day at a time, sweet Jesus is all I'm asking of you. 
Why? Because that's how you live life, isn't it? And Jesus goes home as a baby. And it's 33 years later, sorry, 30 years later, it's 30 years later that Jesus finally stands up in that synagogue and declares, I'm the fulfilment of what the prophet Isaiah spoke. There are numerous examples of delay. I want you to know this morning, hear this well, hear it from the Holy Spirit. There is an appointed time for vision. Come on. I want you to get this today. Write it down if you are making notes and I hope you are. There is an appointed time. I run a diary like most busy people do. And I write in that diary. But you know, I don't have to live November 21 through 27 yet. But they're in my diary as appointments. And I start getting ready for the appointments that are to come. I'm preparing for them, but I don't have to live them yet. But there is an appointed time for that to take place. So let me talk to you quickly this morning about what it means to continue. When the prophet Habakkuk says to the people, God is saying he hasn't forgotten. He knows what he started. He'll finish what he began. He's going to complete what he initiated, when I know that, my job, therefore, is to continue. I often reflect because in our world right now, so many people are waiting. They're waiting for everything to be over. And if you lock everything into waiting and don't know how to wait well, then when the end comes, you're not ready to do anything other than what you've always done. Did you understand what I meant by that? You see, if you aren't using the continuing time well, we are in a continuing time. And many people I know, many churches that I know, are simply going, when it's finished, when it's over, when it's this, when it's that. I believe right now, I believe with all my heart, you know the word I'm going to preach at some time, Shortly, I was in prayer yesterday and all I heard was the Lord say was big, big. Now's the time to dream big. Now's the time to think big. Now's the time to believe big. And yet if we don't understand that, we're all there just going, like the Psalms, 14 of them. How long? Are you ready? So write these down. There's an appointed time, but it, continuing means, number one, wait strongly. The word wait here does not mean this. Don't know if you capture this, my, tapping my toe. Huh? That's not wait in this verse. Wait in this verse means to adhere to. It means to cling to. It means to hold on tightly to. It means to not allow anything to make you let go. If I'm going to continue, come on, many of you that are a part of this service, you know that the Lord gave you a promise for your family. Don't hold it like you're holding a tissue. Don't dangle it in prayer. Oh Lord, if it be thy will, Lord, I just home and oh God, please, oh God, oh it'd be lovely, I oh, wish. Why don't you adhere 
to that thing. Amen. Grab a hold. Come on. I know I'm speaking to people here that God has given a word to. A verse is lit up. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's that business dream. Maybe it's a ministry and what you're praying for. And whatever it is, adhere to it. Grab a hold of it. Oh, I think half the things that happen in prayer is not where I tell God what ought to happen, but where God tells me how to do what needs to be done in that season. Amen. Adhere. Continuing, continuing means wait strongly. Secondly, continuing means to wait ready. He says in verse 2, that they may run. Who reads it? If you were going to run a marathon in the next five minutes, none of you are going to make it. Because none of you are dressed for it. Can you imagine me trying to run a marathon? Well, can you imagine me trying to run one anyway? Uh, and where was the oxygen bottle? Uh, but right now, can you imagine me trying to run in these beautiful dress shoes, these lovely jeans I got on, this heavy jacket? I mean, seriously, it would be an unnecessary wait because I'm not ready. Huh? Are you waiting ready to run? If you're going to continue, I, I, I pray, ask God. He's the best at this. Say to God in the middle of whatever you're in right now, God, what can I be doing now? Huh? You know, so many people are spending more time. I spoke with a friend of mine yesterday. In Paris, hi Jeremy, hi Natalia, hi David, hi Oliver. Right now they're spending more time together than they've ever spent. How many families do you know who are just casting around trying to figure out what to put on a device to keep the kids engaged? I'm not, that's not them by the way. I'm just using them as an illustration. So many of us are spending, we're spending more time at home and very few people I know are going, how do I maximise this time? How do I make this time with my kids? You're getting the gift of more time with your children than you've ever had in your entire life. More people have been looking after your kids and now you get to do it. Huh? There's people looking at me a bit like, well, that was a bit of a low blow, wasn't it? I come to church to be stroked and not to be stirred. Wrong church. Uh, Wait ready. Come on. Get yourself ready. Amen. Here's the third thing. Continuing means to wait confidently. Wait confidently. Don't wait like, oh God, I'm sick of this. So God, something good's coming my way in Jesus' name. Think about this. I'll give it to you quickly. Genesis 1.26, let us make man in our image and after our likeness, let him have dominion, etc. over the earth. Let him replenish the earth, subdue it, etc. All that beautiful creation, that happens on day number six. Day six, man gets created. What's after day six? Come on, hello, it's not rocket science, everyone. One, two, three, four, five, six. You're looking at me like it's a trick question. It's got to be, it's going to be eight for sure. No, it's not, it's seven, all right? Day seven. What happens on day seven? Nothing. God rests. Follow me here. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. Day six, man gets made. That's God's day six, but the next day's God's day seven, but it's man's day one. Huh? So man's first day is not activity. 
busyness. You got to get it done. Pressure. Man's first day is resting with God. Do you know what that tells me? Is that I will always work best from the place of rest. Amen. Oh, come on. You need to just, you just need to grab a hold of that. I'll say it again. You'll work best from the place of rest. Do you know the book of Hebrews says, labour to enter into rest. That verse, it was the first thing I ever preached my whole life. No one had ever asked me to preach. No one thought I could. I don't know. I'm sure it wasn't a great message in so many ways, but I was struck by that verse, there remaineth therefore a rest under the people of God. And I, right all my Christian life, I have thought God, striving's not the answer. I believe in effort. I believe in diligence. I believe in excellence. I believe we ought to work hard. I love it. However, when we work hard from the place of pressure, we end up with burnout and frustration. When we work from the place of rest, we end up with God's best. Labour to enter into it. Still the storm of worry and anxiety. Stop the fears yabbering away to you nonstop. Shouting at you, give me your attention. Labour to enter into the rest. Before you go to bed at night, some of you toss and turn because before you sleep, you haven't committed your yesterday to the Lord, your today to the Lord and your tomorrow. I don't know about you, but my worries are not static blocks of brick that I put over on the side and they stay there. Mine are energetic little rabbits that the moment I put them over there, scurry off somewhere or other else. So you've got to get them again. Take him out. Do you know how long it takes me to teach my dog to sit? I walk that dog 20 times a week. And I will not put her harness on until I say sit. And, and now I, I, I said to Rhonda the other day, she wouldn't have made it as one of Pavlov's dogs. Because I'll be there with the harness and she's just going like, I'm not going to sit. So I give her a little nudge with the knee. And occasionally she's going, all right, I'll sit then. And the moment I reach to put the harness on, she bounces up again. Some of our worries are like that, aren't they? They bounce up quick. Don't give up. Come on, you can train your mind. I can train mine. I'm not perfect at it, but it takes a bit of work. You'll work best from the place of rest. Lastly, waiting strongly, waiting ready, waiting confidently. But the fourth one is just as important. It's resist the temptation to presumption. Presumptions when we help God out. That person, that loved one, that spouse is not responding to God. I've been praying, oh God, change them. So we decide to help God. Amen. None of you have ever done it, I know, because you're all really spiritual and you're just trusting God. How many people here have ever employed the ministry of hints? Huh? Come on, you know you have. You know, we had a guy on staff many, many years ago, not in this church, back in Brisbane. And, you know, he'd come up to you and say, look, brother, I, I want you just to agree with me. I'm just praying to God to meet my need for $44. Well, he would go and tell that to every staff member until finally someone would go, give him the $44. And then he'd come around telling us how miraculously God answered his prayer. We'd go, here comes the ministry of hints again. And, you know, that's, that's okay, but wouldn't it have been better? Don't you, don't you love it when you, no one knows 
you're trusting God and God comes through for you. Amen. Resist the temptation to presumption. James chapter 1, verse 4 says, But let patience have its perfect work. That's incredible, isn't it? Patience has got something to do with this thing ending up right. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. This morning we want to pray because I know there's lots of you that will say, Jeff, God gave me a promise. You know, I've obeyed, I started. But I haven't seen the fulfilment yet and now I'm in the continuing space. I've asked Pastor Bruce to come, if you would please. Those of you that are with us in this service online today, all you got to do, you know how to do it, go to the chat thing on YouTube, go to Facebook Live, send us through your yes or your thumbs up emoji or whatever is going to work. Pastor Bruce is going to be there. We're going to take enough time so that you can respond to this because I want to include you today as we pray. I believe that today can be an important moment of rest. So if you're on Facebook Live, you're on YouTube, go to the way to you do that and let us know we're praying for you today. In the building, there's lots of you here. In a minute, I'm going to ask you as we invite you to close your eyes for a moment and to lift your hands. Say, Jeff, would you pray for me today? Jeff, I, I, I know God started this and frustration is lapping at the shores. I'm really just a little bit, you know, under feeling the pressure of it. And I don't want to step into the sin of presumption. I don't want to allow pressure to make my choices for me. And so send that through. Come on, Facebook Live, YouTube, send it through. Let us know we're praying with you today. We're not going to identify you. We're not going to use your name any more than we will in the building. We're going to allow you the privacy of responding. I read before in the book of James, chapter 5, it says this, Pastor Bruce says, pray for one another. Pray for one another. It's an important part of church life. So don't ever think to yourself, well, I've got to keep it all so everyone thinks I'm all together. No one in this church thinks anyone's got it all together. Everybody in this church understands that we're all on a journey to completeness in Christ. Amen. We thank God for everything Jesus has done, but we understand that there's going to take some time for us to be able to get there. So pray. There's people I know already online, aren't they? Yeah, we've got them coming through. Yeah. That we Thank you for doing that. We're going to include you today. Thank you for trusting us to be able to engage with you like this. We want to do that and make sure that we're praying for you. You know, it's this is one of those days where I, I don't, well, I don't ever preach a sermon, but I feel like God is so much in this that some of you, this is going to be a turning point. You're going to go out of here with a lot more peace than you came in with. Some of you literally are going to go, I know I shouldn't feel so calm. I know I should be more worried, but I'm not. And maybe it's not a big deal to someone else, but it's big to you. Don't think God is triaging your need. Step aside, there's someone with a really big problem coming through. Let Him answer every need. Amen. I'm going to ask you if you would in the building, would you please right now just bow your head in prayer a moment. And if you'd like me to include you, Bruce, the ones online, they're coming through. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. 
If you're in the building, you say, Jeff, would you include me in the prayer? You're going to pray. My prayers aren't magic, but God is everywhere and He can meet every need. If that's you and you say, oh, I'm in the continuing space, would you pray for me that I'll do it well? Just lift your hand. Come on, let me see who you are. Awesome, awesome. People are all over the place. People that have been Christians for years and years and years. Thank you. Yeah, lots of hands going up. Up there in the balcony. Yep, I see you up there. Wherever you are right now. If we haven't included you yet, just slip it up. Let me pray with you. It doesn't mean you're a worry wart and you need to repent. It just means you've got a lot on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, lots of hands. Bruce, we'll let's pray together, yeah. shall we? Father, for every person that right now is lifting their hand or sending in their yes, letting us know that today, wherever they are, there's pressure. And yet, Lord, you gave us a word. And even if we never heard it specifically or independently, we have your word. That tells us that he that has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So God, we know that you're in the finishing business. We know that what you start, you intend to complete. And today, Lord, we sit or stand or kneel or whatever we're doing before you. We say, Lord, see me here right now. Help me to wait well. Help me to wait strongly. Help me to wait confidently. Lord, save us from the sin of presumption and help us journey the rest of this journey as you would have us to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Let peace be upon every heart and every life in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 You can look this way. Thank you, Pastor Bruce. And again, thank you to everyone who's uh, let us know online that you want us to pray for you. This week, we're on a prayer Zoom for Transform Cambodia. Lots of churches that are a part of that wonderful ministry. We're a part of that and some of the key team there and there were pictures up of all these kids. We've referenced it before. I had not realized that there were huge floods in Phnom Penh. There's a picture of some of the staff delivering food in a canoe in the city, delivering food to people. Nearly 500,000 meals so far. But I know that it was never about food and it was never about education. Because if you've ever been with me, when all the kids are there and watch little children with their hands raised to God, and literally kids like that are so small, tears running down their face, singing Cambodia for Christ, you would understand what it really is about. You'd understand that there's a God who loves the whole world. But God doesn't love a Cambodian child with poverty in their background any more than He loves you if you're in this country or another with wealth in yours. Everybody needs God. You don't need God because you're poor, because you're broke, because you're sick. You need God because you're human. You need God because you were made for Him. He created you in His image. 
And until you get up close with Him again, the image is always a little bit off, a little bit distorted. God's not hard to find. He's not trying to keep people out. He's flung the doors wide open and said, why don't you come in? All it takes is your yes. It's so easy to do. Send YES, yes. If you're in Australia to 488 If you're outside of Australia or you want to get our help via email, then you go to yes, yes.metrochurch.org.org.au. Send us that. People do it every week. We pray for you. We may not know your name, but we pray for you. And ask God to really begin a journey with you of growing into who He wants you to be. When you do that, the very next day after you do it, we'll send you on one screen of your smartphone, we'll send you a scripture and a prayer different every day. The prayer is for you to pray to make yours. The scripture is out of God's Word to tell you what He's like. And you do that, get it every day for 30 days. Of course, you can opt out whenever you like. It comes from us. It's not a third party. It's from Metro Church. We'd love the privilege. Let me pray. Father, for people that are a part of this service, some of whom started walking with you and then lost their way, now they're a part of this service wondering whether you'd have them back. And you're saying, I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting. I hear the Holy Spirit saying it to people today. I've been waiting for you. I hear Him say it. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you. Somebody that's a part of the service, you need to say, yes, God, I'm coming back. And let Him touch your life today. Lord, I pray that as they send their yes, say their yes, you'll begin something quite profound in their life, something supernatural. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We're going to worship the Lord just one more time. I don't know how to do anything better. This beautiful song that our team wrote, Fortress. I uh, Come team. I uh, sent the link to it to a friend of mine this week who uh, must have immediately gone on to it because he sent me back a text saying, please thank the team. He said, I'm touched, weeping at the sound of this. Then I get a text a couple of days later from someone else, one of the foremost music producers in Australia who'd also got the link saying, tell the team how amazing this is. And I love this song. If you're in the building, stand with us. Come on, we're going to worship the Lord. We'll be praying together for everyone in a minute that needs prayer. Thank you, Dr. Ruby. Let's sing. Let's sing.